Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets right here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Khan. back for another busy Thursday slate in the National Hockey League. Before we get into it, let's remember to like the show, subscribe to the channel, share with some friends who might enjoy this as well. Apologies as I am a bit under the weather, but hey, hopefully the picks, the DFS plays are still good to go here. All right, let's get into this 10-game card in the NHL. First up, it's the Anaheim Ducks on the road, plus 105 dogs in Columbus to take on the Jackets, who are minus 125 home favorites. The over is set at six for this game the Ducks will be playing their third road game in four nights they actually play five games this week which I call the unicorn schedule a lot of hockey five games in seven days not easy all on the road too uh, but Anaheim is, is rolling right now they're 3-0-2 in their last five games the Sonny Milano Trevor Zegras Ricard Raquel line has become the new Henrik Getzlaff and Terry line from earlier in the season that was the the, the top line for Anaheim Getzlaff's out Henrik is now out so Milano and Zegras and Raquel are the guys to look at if you're playing shot props, if you're playing daily fantasy, these are the guys that are really getting the minutes and driving the offense for Anaheim right now and uh, really exciting to watch. I think we all saw what they did on, on Tuesday night, that ridiculous goal from behind the net, Trevor Zegers to Sonny Milano. So these kids are fun to watch, uh, and I really like that line, the way that they're going for Anaheim right now. The Jackets broke the hearts of a lot of Leafs puck linebackers on Tuesday. Fortunately for myself, I wasn't one of them, but um, I'm sure a few of you listening or watching out there had a Leafs puck line ticket. That one had to hurt with 0.3 seconds left on the clock. Uh, the Jackets find a way to cut that one to, to five to four. Uh, they were okay late in that game. They've been scoring quite a bit recently, but they have lost five of their last six games. So they're going in the wrong direction right now. If I'm making a bet here, it's got to be on the Anaheim Ducks. I don't like to play teams that are playing their third road game in four nights. I just think that that's a tough spot, but I, I don't know. These kids are just rolling right now. I don't think they really care or are really thinking about anything like that. They're just, they're just playing hockey. They're just having fun. So I think you'd have to ride the hot hand here and go with the Anaheim ducks and the jackets have just looked a little leaky for my liking lately. So it would be ducks or pass for me on this game. Next up, we've got an original six matchup here, the Chicago Blackhawks minus 115 road favorites in Montreal to take on Le Canadien who are minus 105 favorites or minus 105 underdogs on home ice at the bell center. The over-under is five and a half for this game. The Blackhawks have been improving from their horrible start to the season, but they're still playing win one, lose one. Uh, pretty inconsistent. Again, it's better than what they were doing earlier, but it's still not great. They haven't had a regulation win in seven games. So that tells you that the Blackhawks just aren't going out and dominating anybody right now. They lost 6-2 to the Rangers on Tuesday. The score looked worse than what that game indicated. It was close for the most part, but the Rangers uh, padded it on late in that one. The Habs, on the other hand, they just continue to lose. They've lost four in a row. They've actually played decent in their last couple of games. It was a 4-3 overtime loss to Nashville over the weekend, and they were up 2-1 late on Tampa on Tuesday, and they found a way to lose that somehow in regulation. 3-2, a goal goes off of Corey Perry's knee, and then they give up the Andre Pollock goal late, and the Habs end up losing that game. So I I won't be betting the Habs very much on the show or at all this year until they, they really show me something, but I think I can make an exception for this. You're getting a slight dog price with the Montreal Canadiens. It's certainly a plug your nose play, but I kind of like how they've played the last couple games. I, I can see some slight improvements there. So 
you got to play this game. I, I, I just can't back Chicago as a favorite on the road. So give me Montreal at the Bell Center as a slight dog. I think that's the way that I would end up playing this one, but an easy game to, to, to pass on as well if you want to go with that route. Next up, we've got a couple of great teams here, much different than the last game we talked about. The Tampa Bay Lightning plus 115 dogs on the road in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs, who are minus 135 favorites on home ice. The over-under is set at six for this game. Tampa has won four in a row. They're actually 7-1-1 one, one over their last nine games. So they're just rolling, playing great without Kucherov and point in the lineup. A lot of their offense right now is going through Victor Hedman. Uh, he's just driving so much play for them. So he's been a staple for, for me on my cards in terms of shot props. So if there's a, a two and a half out there, I'd, I'd even lay a little juice with Victor Hedman right now because he's just going to be generating so much. The Leafs are, do a pretty good job of defending, so I wouldn't get too crazy with it. But Hedman is certainly a guy to look out for on Tampa right now. Uh, the Leafs hung on, like we mentioned earlier, that 5-4 win over Columbus on Tuesday. They were actually up 5-1 in that game. Uh, so they were just rolling, but they let Columbus back in it a little bit. Score looks a lot closer than it actually was. Uh, bouncing back from a couple of losses over the weekend, Minnesota and Winnipeg, which was a tough double for them. If I'm betting this game, it's got to be the under. I, I did a show previously on this network about a month ago or so, and I went with the under. It was, I believe it was a Thursday night matchup as well between these two teams. I just think with Vasilevsky between the pipes, Jack Campbell has played great this year for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and, and they certainly know to lock it down. Tampa's without a lot of their uh, prime offensive players. I, I could see an under here. So under six, if you want to play the under five and a half and get some plus money, I'd certainly understand that. That one as well. Next up, the, the New York Islanders, they finally got a win. Let's see if they can do it at UBS Arena, finally get their first home win. They host the Nashville Predators on Thursday, minus 125 favorites on home ice. The Preds are plus 105 dogs. The over-under is a flat five. Uh, you got to pay a little juice for the over on that one, but a, a low total in this game, which would be expected. Uh, the Preds have won three of their last four games. They've actually been sneaky playing some great hockey this year, or at least some decent hockey. Coming off a 5-2 win in Detroit on Tuesday, they were missing UC Saros, their starting goaltender, Ekholm, due to non-COVID illnesses. So if you're betting this game, if you're playing it on, in DraftKings or anything like that, keep an eye on the availability of those players, in particular uh, UC Saros. Very important to, to know if he's in there. Big save Dave Riddick got the start on Tuesday and actually won, but Detroit did not test him at all. Nashville just completely shut them down. Uh, so I don't still, I don't really trust uh, Riddick at this point. So I'd like to see Saros in there. If I am taking the, the Preds here, the Isles finally snapped that 11 game losing streak on Tuesday, five, three win in Ottawa. They weren't convincing. I thought they looked really bad in the first period. It, it wasn't a great performance from Philip Gustafson in net for Ottawa, but it, it felt like the Isles confidence grew a little bit. Once some things started to bounce their way, they will still be looking for their first win here at UBS arena. So maybe they can get it on Thursday night. I'm not going to play this game. I don't have a strong lean just because I, I don't know the health of UC Saros right now, but I, I would lean towards the Nashville Predators at plus money. They've proven a lot to me this year that they're a solid team. Duchesne, Johansson, these, these guys are going right now. They've got Forsberg in the lineup. Uh, even Tolvanen starting to get going a little bit right now for the Preds. So lean to the Preds if Saros plays, but that's something I'll be keeping my eye on on Thursday is which goaltender is going to start for the Nashville Predators. Next up, another game where you really need to monitor the injuries and what's going on. The Detroit Red Wings are plus 150 dogs on the road in St. Louis to take on the Blues, who are minus 175 favorites on home ice. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Wings had their five-game win streak snapped on Tuesday. We just mentioned Nashville uh, beat them in that game, and it was kind of 
have a no-show for Detroit. I give credit to Nashville for sure. They can lock it down defensively, but it was a sleepy game for the Red Wings. This is a first half of a really tough back-to-back. They're in Colorado on Friday, so they go St. Louis Thursday in Colorado Friday. That's a really difficult back-to-back for the Wings. The Blues, on the other hand, had a really impressive 4-3 win over Florida on Tuesday with only 10 forwards and their backup goalie, who actually ended up getting hurt in the third period and didn't finish the game. So they could be without Perron, Neil, Bozak, Falk, Wallman, Costin, Thomas, and Jordan Biddington in this game. So I, I don't know what the Blues lineup is going to look like, uh, but they did win uh, and they beat a good Florida Panthers team a couple nights ago with this lineup. So uh, feasible that they could certainly keep it rolling here with the guys that they've got. They, and they do still have some great players in that lineup, despite the laundry list of players that won't be in the lineup. I, I got I to go with the wings here, just at that big, big price. I think they can bounce back from that loss and yes, the, the, the Blues did get that nice win a couple nights ago against Florida, but with so many guys out of the lineup, and I have no idea who's going to start for them. Uh, v- Philly Huso, who did get the start a couple nights ago, won't play. He is out and being monitored, so um, they're going to have to really test the depth chart here and to see who's going to start for St. Louis. I would roll with the wings at a plus money price. Mm-hmm. Next game, th- this is a great one. Two teams that have, that have been really solid this year, especially defensively. The Carolina Hurricanes are minus 105, slight dogs on the road in Calgary to take on the Flames, who are minus 115 home favorites. The over-under is set at five and a half for this game. The Canes have won two in a row after a little mini slump, but I thought they still played well, even when they were losing some of those games. They took it to the Jets on Tuesday, a 4-2 win in Winnipeg. They get Edmonton and Vancouver this weekend as well, so they're doing a little Western Canadian road trip here are the Carolina Hurricanes. The Flames, on the other hand, have actually lost a couple games in a row. They split their four-game trip. Uh, It was a Cali slash Vegas road trip, and they ended it off with a 5-3 loss in San Jose on Tuesday. They were actually up 3-1 in that game. They've kind of been mediocre at home this year too which is surprising their record is so solid uh, right up there at the top of their division but they're four two and three on home ice this year so not great in Calgary I'm going to roll with the Canes it's very rare that you can get them at any sort of dog price I as good as Calgary's played this year I just think Carolina is the better team Calgary's got to come back from San Jose I I think this is a pretty decent spot for the Canes to get them at a nice price Next up, we've got the Boston Bruins plus 105 dogs on the road in Edmonton to take on Connor McDavid and the boys minus 125 favorites. The over-under is six for this game. The Bruins have been really inconsistent, still struggling to get that secondary scoring. They will get Brad Marchand back from his suspension for this game, which is just huge. Taylor Hall can go back down to the second line, probably more so where he belongs, although he was okay up on the top line. Uh, Their last game was a 3-2 overtime loss to Tampa Bay on Saturday. So the Bruins should be really well-rested for this game. A lot of days off in between. The Oilers, on the other hand, have actually lost three games in a row, leaking a little bit, and they've only scored two goals in their last two games. So the offense has dried up. Another team, I think, that could have some depth scoring issues. I mean, McDavid and Dreisaitl are so good that sometimes it doesn't really matter because those guys will score three or four goals a game, but the Oilers don't have a lot after those guys. Um, The Wild did beat them 4-1 in Edmonton on Tuesday, but Minnesota is beating everybody right now. I don't have a strong bet on this game. I just don't trust Boston and, and their depth. And I do think that this is a spot where Edmonton can get rolling. The Oilers actually beat them earlier this year as well in Boston. So I'd lean towards the Oilers. It's not a bad price to play on home ice. So if you like Edmonton, if you think they're going to bounce back, I, I do think that this is a spot where they can do so. And minus 125 isn't that bad of a price for them. Next up, we've got the Winnipeg Jets, minus 120 favorites on the road in Seattle to take on the Kraken, who are even money underdogs on home 
home ice. The over-under is set at six for this game. The Jets had a bit of a letdown after winning what seemed like their Stanley Cup on Sunday against the Leafs, though the way that they were celebrating, uh, that one meant a lot to them. It must have been a big rivalry that brewed last year in the North Division, but that game seemed to mean a lot to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, and then they lose to a really good Canes team, 4-2 at home. But I, I love this Jets team. I've said that many times this year. I actually do have a, a Jets Cup future as well, but the way that Central Division is taking shape right now, it is going to be a battle for playoff spots this year. So the Jets can't afford to drop points, especially in Seattle against a much weaker Kraken team. The Kraken are coming off getting embarrassed on home ice. 6-1 by the Pens on Monday. Grubauer was pulled early in that game. I usually like to back teams that are coming off one of those losses, but I just... I just don't think Seattle is very good. They'll try to maybe make this game a little bit boring, but I just the Jets have so many more weapons than Seattle does, and they're only minus 120. I would I would look to the Jets here on the money line, maybe even the puck line, to get a big win in Seattle against an inferior opponent. You could maybe give a look to the under six as Seattle will try to lock it down. Maybe Grubauer bounces back, but I much prefer the Jets in this game. Uh, next up, the red hot Minnesota Wild minus 150 favorites on the road in San Jose to take on the Sharks, who are plus 130 home dogs. The over-under is set at six for this game. Uh, like I said, Wild are rolling to the tune of seven straight wins, beat the Oilers 4-1 on Edmonton uh, or in Edmonton on Tuesday. They looked really convincing. Their offense is just explosive right now. They have four lines that can all beat you. It's really impressive what the Wild are doing. Speaking of impressive, though, the Sharks had a, a really impressive 5-3 win over the Flames on Tuesday, down 3-1 in the second period against the team that can really lock it down. They find a way to come back and win that game. So, so good on San Jose. My guy, Tomas Hurdle with a hat trick. Love that guy. It was great to see him uh, celebrate. And then the, the hats go on the ice late on Tuesday. I, I'd still have to lean towards the Wild here. They're just rolling. I don't want to get in front of the, this train right now. Uh, San Jose has been a good story this year. I like a lot of the players on that team, but it would be a wild, wild puck line or pass for me on this one the last game on the card the Dallas Stars minus 135 favorites on the road in LA to take on the Kings who are plus 115 dogs on home ice over under is set at five for this one the Stars have won seven games in a row going into Wednesday in Vegas but looking a little deeper six of those seven were at home and the only road game was in Arizona four five and one on the road for Dallas this year so they've been much better at home this is this is going to be a, a bigger test for them than the last couple of weeks have been uh, the Kings on the other hand coming off a four nothing shutout loss in Vancouver on Monday the Bruce Boudreaux debut they were playing the second half of a back-to-back -back after beating Edmonton on Sunday so I can give the Kings a bit of a pass for that one it wasn't a great spot I like this dog price with the Kings I I just think second half of a back-to-back, -back, which is what this will be for Dallas. They'll have to go from Vegas to LA, not terrible travel, but it's still a back-to-back. -back. And I just, I, I just don't think Dallas has been the same team on the road that they've been at home this year. And this is a good spot to grab the Kings at plus money, which I will be doing to recap the bets. I like the ducks, the Habs, the Tampa, Toronto under the wings, looking at some injuries for, for St. Louis, the Canes, the jets and the Kings. As for DraftKings strategy, I think it's a really interesting night on Thursday, and I, I do believe the balance build could work really well. Looking at the prices of some of the top players in the Tampa-Toronto game, specifically in Austin Matthews or Boston-Edmonton, like a Marchand or Pasternak or McDavid or Dreisaitl, I think those games could be kind of tight, possibly even low scoring. So if you feel like fading them, it could be a good night to go for a balance build. Love that Ducks top line right now, and Columbus will certainly give up a lot of chances. So Milano at 4,000, I think is probably your best bet there. That's a great price for Milano. Trevor Zegras at 6,100. Raquel at 5,800, I think are really solid as well. 
Uh, the Blues, I think, are an interesting team. We mentioned how many guys are out of the lineup there, but they do have some healthy forwards, and they're playing the Red Wings, who will give up a lot of chances. So uh, Tank, Vladimir Tarasenko at 5400 I think, is a nice price. Ryan O'Reilly is only 4600 I think that's super cheap. Jordan Cairo at 4200 even Pavel Buchnevich, who scored the overtime winner the other night at 4100 I think are all nice options for the Blues on Thursday. The Jets are another team that you, you could really look at to try to get into that top six. Nick Ehlers is really heating up. He's at 6,000 flat. Pierre-Luc Dubois has been really solid this year at 6,200. My guy, Andrew Kopp at 4,300. He's starting to get a little cheaper. If you want to pay up, Kyle Connors there at 7,700, but there's some cheaper options there on the Jets. And I still love that Minnesota Wild top six. The Sharks will certainly give up some chances as well. For some reason, Marcus Foligno is only 3,200. If you want a piece of that wild top six, that's a good way to get in there playing on that second line. He's been really solid. Zuccarello is 4,800 and Jewel Erickson Eck is only $5,600. So plenty of options. I think plenty of value to go with a balanced build on DraftKings on Thursday night. That's it for me today. Thanks for watching and listening. Remember to subscribe and like on your way out. Good luck with your bets and your lineups, and I'll catch you all next week.